Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Space Social Podcast. I am your host, Jordan Crump, and I am so excited that you are here today, as always. So a couple things to get started. The Elevated Entrepreneur Collective is officially open. So it is $2.97 now, which gives you access to four coaches and a community. And this last month was so powerful in the Elevate Entrepreneur Collective. It was our first month. And as always, you're a little nervous for the first, you know, like the first day, the first try, the first time you do anything. And I am just so happy how well it has gone. So um, I was the third week. I usually think I'm going to be the second week, but I went last Tuesday and we talked all about fears around social media and it was such a good class or, you know, such a good membership. And I was so excited to do it. And I feel like the other ladies took a lot out of it. I challenged everybody to do a reel, which I think they all did, which was so exciting to see people try new things. Um, so yeah, that is open until October 31st. So through Halloween. And once you get into your grandfathered in, um, a couple other things about the collective that have been so powerful. So obviously we have Megan. She's the only coach I haven't had on the podcast, but she's our mindset and manifestation coach. And she had this super powerful meeting that everyone in our community was just talking about. And it was really emotional and it was really cool to see like, okay, me and Liz are talking more about business stuff. And then there's a space for emotion and community like that and trust. And it was just such a powerful, I know I keep saying that, but it really is what it was. It was just such a powerful month and I'm so excited for next month. Next month we are talking all about boundaries. So each coach will theme their presentation around boundaries. So obviously I'm going to talk about creating boundaries with social media and how burnout can happen with social media. I was literally talking to somebody today who's like, I haven't been on social media for a year because I just was so burnt out and it was good to give her some advice. Obviously my first advice for that is batching, but it was good to go ahead and give someone some advice to help them with burnout and to feel excited again about social media. So that's what we are going to talk about this next month. We have an amazing influencer coming on to talk about boundaries as well. She's a health influencer. I think her name is, her first name is Lydia. I cannot remember her last name, but anyways, Ollie will talk about her next week because we are so excited to have her. I also teased this last week about the anniversary, the one-year anniversary of the Space Social, and I'm going to tell you guys here with some of the things that are happening because I like to give my podcast the exclusive. (laughs) So I have my photographers coming out to Las Vegas in a couple of weeks, and we have a whole day of just like the freaking cool shoots that we have literally been talking about and planning since May. Like we have been brainstorming this for so long, and I'm so excited for you guys to see this content because it is truly unreal. And then I am also having some special guests on the podcast. And yes, that's plural. And that's all I'm going to give you there. (laughs) And then I'm also finally planning on releasing The Real Deal 2.0. I feel like that has really been a highlight of my year was the first Real Deal. And so I'm I want to save the second one for a really special occasion. And I feel like an anniversary is a really special occasion. So now that you know a little bit more about that week, it's going to be the first week of December. It's I'm honestly so excited. Um, 
really quick before we get into the episode. Something we have been talking about over on the Space Social social media is getting ready for Black Friday. So if you have, if you're a small business owner, which I'm assuming if you hear you are, it is time to start preparing for Black Friday right now. It's a month away and I know sometimes that that can feel like it's far away, but it honestly will go by so fast. And that's the difference between a launch that is smooth and seamless and one that is thrown together last second and feels desperate. And I feel like people can tell that, you know, you want to do something that's more put together. And also something I'm encouraging my clients to do this year is to add value to their sell and not to take away from their price point. So let me explain that. There are a couple of businesses I shop at I shop at one is Caxi, for example, and they are, it's K-A-X-I. I would love to have her on the podcast sometime, but Caxi is like hair accessories and something they do so well is they will throw in a gift here or there in an order. And it's really exciting because you aren't expecting it. You didn't order it and it's just always so cute. And that's what makes me go back and like love that business. And I feel like sometimes is as small business owners, we take our prices so seriously. Like I know that all of you thought so deeply and did so much research about how to price yourself. And that was no small decision. Like I know that that is a very serious decision and I find it hard sometimes when people take away value from that. So when you give, let's say a product is like $10, you're like, okay, it's going to be 20% off. I sometimes think that that doesn't help you attract a client that is going to be retained. I mean, maybe it can, but I feel like adding value is a lot better. So that's what I am going to suggest. Obviously, you're going to do what you need to do. And if you feel like doing a discount is better, I mean, I do discounts, but they're things that are kind of older, if that makes sense. So I mean, I get it. I've done it before as well. So just be thinking about that when you're strategizing for it. Make sure you have your email marketing ready to go because it's just going to come and you need to be in their email boxes. So yes, get ready for Black Friday right now. Okay, so today I want to share kind of a personal experience with social media burnout because that is the whole thing of theme of the EEC this next month. So in about, let's see... Um, let's go back to June and even a little bit before that, cause I feel like that's when it really like hit the fan. So when I first started this business, I was literally on Instagram every single day. Like I never, ever took a break. I was working eight days a week. I was trying to really make this work. And I felt like if I worked all the time, like there was no excuse why it wouldn't work. And I'm really grateful that I have always been in the green since I started this business, but it really was not at a sustainable point. It was at a point where when I was waking up way earlier than I normally would to check my phone because I just was nervous I was going to miss something, which is so ridiculous. Like there's nothing that I could have missed that, you know, would have been worth it to look, to view at 5, 5.30 a.m., <laughs> right? So it got, like I said, it got to a point where there was a lot of anxiety. I hated my phone. I hated seeing every single Sunday getting a notification about what my hours were and how many hours I had spent on my phone this that week. And it just like really hit the fan. So at the very beginning of the summer, my family went through something together that I really am not interested in speaking, in speaking on. But 
it was really hard for all of us. And I had felt like I'm working 24 seven. Like I hated the podcast at that point, which was really weird to me because this has always been like my passion project, part of my business. Like this is the part that makes me the very happiest is talking to you all once a week. So I decided to really take a step back and try and figure out my boundaries with social media. So I decided to put the the podcast on pause for a month, which was a really hard decision, but I was like I'm not I'm not interested in doing this right now. Like I I hate it so much. I feel like I need to focus on myself. So I want to talk to you all about a few things I did and how it affects my business today. So, I decided at that point to put my phone on do not disturb at nine o'clock every single night, every single night. And even if I like check my phone to like check the time or whatever, to check my son's, um, or even if I check his like little camera to see into his room every single night, it was, it's, I, if I see a message, I don't respond until the next morning. So that was a huge thing I did. And it's really nice because I was able to set my phone. So when I turn on to do not disturb, there are only a couple of people that can get through And that way I don't feel anxiety at night that I'm potentially missing something like that. So the next thing I did was I decided to truly give myself Sundays off. So I'm not responding to anything on Sundays. I'm trying not to at at that point. And it really made such a difference to like actually have a day of rest (laughs) once a week and to not be working basically nine to 12 hours that day. And I... So anyways, with that, I was at a point where I was working about nine to 12 hours a day. And sometimes there are days that feel like that even now, but it was so good to just like have a day off and know that like, I wasn't setting that expectation for myself. Like I stopped responding to things for clients on Sundays. I let them know that as well. And that just felt really good to release that day. So I actually right now, I know we talked about this with Liz last week, but I am really trying my best to only work four days a week. So obviously there are like admin things I do on Fridays. If someone needs a meeting on Friday, I'll take it. But I really try my best to not even work Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Like I said, sometimes it'll slip through, but I really have tried to do that. And it has made such a huge difference in my mental health. Like I almost feel like my anxiety is like under control because I really try and rest and do things those days that I need to make my week easier. So that has been incredible. And I'm also extremely privileged to be able to do that, but it has taken a lot of hard work to get to that point. Something else I've done to try and combat this is I really try and set my meetings to particular days every single week. So um, I usually try and have my meetings like Wednesday or Thursday, and then Monday and Tuesday, I'm kind of doing other work and I have other things set aside. But I don't know if you guys who are service-based providers notice, but I feel like when I meet with my clients, it takes so much of my energy. And that's not even a negative thing, but I just put so much into them and to giving them all that I am that I feel like it really just takes so much of my energy. So I really try and set only a couple days aside to do that. And that has been really helpful. Like I said, it's never perfect, but I really attempt to do that. And that's been really good for combating burnout with social media. 
I know I've preached this a million times and I will preach it until I literally physically cannot anymore, but batching my content has been the number one thing for me to not feel that burnout. So before I was doing that, seriously, y'all, like, I don't know, I discovered batching within the last year. Like I didn't know about it before. And I, that's like kind of embarrassing, but it's such a great tool and it has changed my life, which is why I feel like I bring it up so much because to this day I'll meet professionals who are like six figure business earners who are like, Jordan, like I don't have time to make a video every day. And I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? Make a video every day. Like, no, let's make them all at once and spread them out. So you only have to worry about it one time. So even like the smartest, most successful people don't know that they need to batch their content. Like literally today, like I said earlier, I was having a conversation with somebody about this. So what you do for the millionth time is you go ahead and set aside an hour a week or a month or whatever, a couple hours, whatever that is to you. And you create all of your content. Like how I told all of you that my photographer's coming into town in a couple of weeks to get my content. We're literally going to try and pump out new year's content. Like we're trying to pump this out for like two months so that I don't have to give a fuck about it for two months. It's just there and it's not something I have to worry about. And it may, it makes life so much easier. Cannot even tell you. So I really suggest like, I, I know we're going to be talking about investing in later podcasts, but I truly believe that one of the best investments I made, and it's also because I'm a social media manager, so I obviously need my feed to look professional and good, but I truly believe one of the best investments I have made is in photographers. So it took some time, but I found a photographer who I really vibe with, who gets my vision, who creates my content for me. Um, So yeah, even if it takes like a couple of photographers to go through, that's totally fine. But find someone that you work with well, who's your style and keep working with each other. It's just like the best idea. And it's so great to just like pull that up. Like even for stories, sometimes I'll use these professional photos and throw them on my Instagram stories. Um, Also, speaking of Instagram stories, there are some days where I will take a couple of selfies a day if I've like gotten ready and done my makeup that I know I will use later in the week when I'm not feeling like getting ready or if I'm like, okay, I know this is the post going out in a couple of days. I'll do a quick little video about it so I can throw it on the story in a couple of days and it just makes life seriously like that much easier that it's just done, that I can focus on other things. Um, Yeah, please batch if you're not doing that. This is more on a personal note, but throughout the day, I felt like I was just going and going and going and I didn't feel like I was taking breaks or if I was taking breaks, I felt guilty for it. Um, Also something I'm still working on, but what I started doing is I would be like, okay, like for an hour, I'm going to go do this for a little bit. I'm going to like watch this. I need to like relax and give myself some sort of break from thinking (laughs) and go ahead and come back to it when I felt better. So that has been incredibly empowering for me. I have noticed for myself since I work at home that leaving my house completely is sometimes the key to that. And even leaving for like 20 minutes sometimes, like literally going to go get like Dutch bros, 
sometimes that's what makes the difference about me having like a productive and good afternoon and not. So just honoring those feelings has been really powerful and empowering to me and making sure I'm doing like self-care and like also a big thing is having like night and morning routines that make me feel good throughout the day and like I honestly believe so I know I've told you all after after I had my surgery, I was like, okay, I need to like get into better routines. Um, and it has seriously, like, it feels so good to like get up, work out in the morning, have a great breakfast. And like just doing those like couple of things in the morning really makes me feel so much better about my day. Um, when I felt like I didn't make time to go and like move my body at least once a day, um, I felt burnout come on sooner because I wasn't doing these other things to take care of myself. So make like, like make little goals, make little, make little habits and routines to break up your day a little bit and make it easier, but also taking care of yourself. It needs to be part of those goals. Something else that I feel like contributed to burnout was I felt like my space was messy and therefore my energy was messy. So I have really tried to make sure like my space is how I want it. It's like great and beautiful and aesthetic. Like literally right now I have a gorgeous bouquet on my desk that smells, a uh, bouquet of flowers obviously, <laughs> that smells great. And I have a candle and I always light my candles before my meeting to just like set a mood and make work a little bit more fun. I feel like when you work from home and you're constantly in the same space like that, you can get really burnt out of that space. So doing things like that to make your space more exciting and appealing to you has really helped me with burnout. As I'm coming back and like talking about all of these actionable steps I've taken to try and combat my burnout, something else that I realized I did that's been really powerful for me as well is I have constantly reminded why I reminded myself why I started doing what I was what I'm doing so I would love for you to ask yourself that like why did you start this like whatever business you're doing what caused you to start this like I know that that's not an easy thing like filing for an LLC starting a bank account getting a trademark like all of these things they're not easy to do and you went through them like honestly how many of you have had a friend who's like, I'm going to start a business and you're like, oh my gosh, like I'm so excited for that. Like that'll be so amazing to, you know, support you. And then they never do. And there's always like some excuse and, you know, obviously a financial excuse, a financial reason can be a valid excuse, but a lot of the times it really is just starting and that's like the biggest stuff that people don't do. I hear entrepreneurs give that advice all the time. They're like, what's the best advice? It's just to start. If you can get over that, I feel like that's like sometimes the hardest part <laughs> in starting a business is just freaking starting. Like people want it to be perfect. They don't know, they're unorganized. They don't know what to sell. They don't know what, like there's so many things and like you got past that. So why did you do that? Like what caused you to do that? And I think remembering, you know, why I wanted to start, like I loved making, helping people make money. I loved making them feel good about their social media. I felt like after COVID, so many people knew that they needed to be on social media, but they didn't, they didn't have time to like, I feel like Instagram changing all the time. Like they didn't have time to figure it out. So 
I love to be able to be that resource for people and make it a little bit easier for people. And that's why I started. So I think remembering why you started what you're doing is a great reason a great reason to and a great way to combat burnout but also I think it's good to reevaluate why you continue to go because if there isn't a reason you need to continue or that you want to continue to go maybe you shouldn't I mean honestly and that's totally fine but reevaluating and and like thinking about and meditating on why you did and why you continue to start um, and continue to go are very awesome tools to combat burnout so I thank you all for being here for this very short episode. Um, the next time we talk will be after Halloween. So I know sometimes after a holiday is over, I don't want to talk about it anymore. So I'm going to finish this off with a little bit of personal um, news. So hardly news. So for Halloween, my family, one of my favorite parts about being a mom, like honestly, I love being a mom. But one of my very favorite parts I take so seriously is holidays. Like this year I've been like we have to do all the Halloween things we are listing the Halloween music in the car and even though he's 18 months like I know this is my job to set this mood and I take it so seriously so I actually picked out our costumes in August because I don't know like I feel like that was a time like this sounds so stupid but that was a time where that one boat was stuck in like a canal and there was it was a hard time getting goods and I was just like you know what like I'm just going to decide my costume in advance I've like and also another thing you know when like these holidays roll around and you have to spend money and you didn't budget for it and you're like oh shit like now I have to find like a hundred or two hundred dollars to create my whole family's costumes and I wasn't anticipating that so I had literally set that aside in August because I wanted to make sure it was good so my family is going to be the cast of what about Bob so if you have not seen that I totally get it it's older than me it came out in 1992 and it is the funniest movie and I grew up watching it and I loved it. So it has Bill Murray's the main character and he's a psych patient who stalks his doctor to to the doctor's family vacation and kind of intrudes on the family vacation and it's on Amazon Prime. Please go watch it. So I am going to be Dr. Leo Marvin. My husband is going to be the psych patient who is Bill Murray and also Bob. And then my son is going to be Bob's uh, pet fish named Gil. So we are going to be the cast of What About Bob? I am so excited to see my son in a little fishy costume, which kind of looks like Nemo, but it's not Nemo, it's Gil. <laughs> um, yeah, so we're so excited for that. Last year we were, I was Princess Leia, my husband was Han Solo, and our son was Chewbacca. So I have always had so much fun with this, and I always will. Like, I just want to like suck up this time and like enjoy it so much that my like I'm at a time where my son doesn't care how I dress him and I'm just going to enjoy that as much as I can and we are going to do themed costumes until I cannot and if he lets me do it through the time he's 18 we will like so let it be written like that is what we will do (laughs) so I will definitely post that over on the on my say social Instagram so you can all see so I hope you all have a wonderful Halloween please stay safe and I will talk to you in November Okay, bye.